You're listening to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast, where we talk about faith, friendships, and feature boss women from the Black Girls of Purpose community. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and CEO of Black Girls of Purpose. Hey, Purpose peeps. Thank you so much for tuning into the episode for today. I'm excited to get into our monthly updates, which we do every few weeks. Um, If you are new to the Black Girls of Purpose community, hi, I'm Bree. I'm the founder of the Black Girls of Purpose movement, uh, a movement on a mission to illuminate truth, inspire change, and impact the next generation by affirming women in their God-given identities. As I said, we do these monthly updates, and I share personal things that are going on with me, as well as professional milestones that I've been able to meet. And the reason why I started doing this was honestly so that I could see how much I'm growing, so that it could hold me accountable to different things, but also so that I could just have some motivation to keep pushing because I think if you just take each day as it comes and you just look at the day, you're like, oh man, I didn't really accomplish anything. But if you look at the grand scheme, uh, you can see how God is moving. And so that's what these uh, podcast episodes and updates have done for me. Um, I am recording this episode on my phone and I wanted to be just transparent about that because y'all may hear my baby back in the background, but he's a part of my journey right now. So um You know, that's just that's the season that I'm in and I'm excited to talk more about him. But without any further ado, let's get into the monthly update for March. All right. So March, y'all. Wow. Where do I even begin? I was listening to last month's update in preparation for today because I always make I always like to make sure that I include information or updates that I said, oh, I'll let you know how that goes. And it was so ironic because at the end of last month, I talked about how I've been running off of little sleep, like getting like three hours a day in preparation for the baby. And this month, actually, after having the baby, I've gotten more sleep. Um, So it just makes me grateful that I invested that time on the front end because it's really been a blessing. I was able to unplug completely, um, just be focused on family, getting established in our new routine of being you know, a family of four instead of just Jordan, Jaden, and me. And y'all, Jonathan is such a blessing. He's super chill. He sleeps peacefully. He wakes up maybe three times during the night, like a huge, huge blessing. And um, I am so excited that he's a part of our family. Uh, I've had so much quiet time since being off with him and with Jay and God has given me even more revelations than he gave me in February. And I said in February that February is my favorite month of the year so far. March was even better than February. So I'm glad, as I said last month, that we're continuing to progress and just do new things. Um, I got a lot of quiet time this month, so I was able to write out like three months worth of series. I'm really grateful for that, and I think that that's going to be a huge asset uh, as I'm moving forward. But I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because I always give professional updates and personal updates. I usually give the personal updates first, but this month I'm going to give the professional updates first because I have more things to share on the personal side of things. So 
this month on the podcast, we actually talked about faith. Um, we talked about the life of Abraham. We talked about the life of David. And we talked about the life of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And then we actually ended with the life of Jesus and just talked about how he is our ultimate example when it comes to faith. And we uh, just built out on Hebrews 12, 12 and 1, which says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off the sin that so easily ensnares us and run the race with before us with endurance because, and we have to keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and finish of our faith. And um, I know that that was a very encouraging message for me because, you know, as y'all know, I'm still believing our, believing God to declare our family debt free and, um, there were some times where I was like, Lord, did I really hear from you? I'm not sure. Am I crazy? And that endurance piece just is like, okay, unless God says, hey, no, you're right. That wasn't me. Then I don't have any reason not to believe what he said. Um, so I'm just going to keep my focus on him, which is what he advises. On the podcast, we also interviewed Bianca Cotton of Behind the Confident Smile. We actually published it at the beginning of the month for International Women's Day. And during our interview with her, we talk, talked specifically about faith leaps and just what made her uh, start her ministry. And it was just really cool because she's somebody who's become a friend of mine over the course of the last year. And I just loved hearing more about her journey. I also, uh, on this month's podcast, gave you the opportunity to download my new book, Walking on Water, a 21-day devotional for free, uh, if you go to blackgirlsofpurposepodcast.com slash faith. So I'll have that in the uh, notes. And if you get this, if you listen to this episode in time, then you'll still be able to get it for free. Uh, but with all that said, let's get into the specific professional and personal updates for March, because uh, we have so many things to cover, and I'm excited to just share what God's been doing. So I had my son this month, right? So I'm going to have more personal updates and professional updates, and that's why I'm starting with my professional updates first. So first things first, Black Girls of Purpose received our trademark in the mail. So Black Girls of Purpose is officially a registered a registered trademark, meaning nobody can use our name um, in all 50 states. So if you've ever wondered, like, what's the difference between a trademark and a LLC or INC, like if you do, if you get a trademark, you are protecting the rights of your name and making sure that people can't use it in any other state. If you get an LLC or INC, I can have Black Girls of Purpose LLC here in Texas, and then somebody can have Black Girls of Purpose LLC in Louisiana, and those wouldn't be conflicting things. So I knew and know that this is like an international um, ministry. And so I wanted to protect our name, and God laid that on my heart at them in the summer of last year after I attended the Pinky Promise Conference. So I actually applied in July and did not get the uh, notification that we had been approved for our trademark until March, March 4th. Um, but I know everything happens in God's perfect timing. So I'm excited about what that means for our ministry. I'm excited um, just for the different opportunities we'll have. And uh, I'm excited to man, just to have that, not necessarily behind me, but to be able to move on to the next piece. So next piece is right. Uh, we 
got our 501c3 for Unity Queens. If you don't know what Unity Queens is, uh, I shared at the beginning of this podcast back in September when we started that God had laid on my heart to start a nonprofit. And initially I thought that was going to be Black Girls of Purpose. And I was like, okay, Lord, you know, I thought this would be a for-profit organization, but I'm down to move where you move and I only want to be where you want to be. And he actually put placed on my heart through a sister in Christ to start a nonprofit called Uni Queens. And so initially I was like, okay, Lord, is Uni Queens supposed to take over Black Girls of Purpose? Like, what do you want the order to be? And um, he showed me that they were two separate entities, which honestly filled me with relief because I had just applied for our trademark. And I was like, Lord, that was a lot of money if we weren't going to do anything with Black Girls of Purpose. Plus, we already had this community. And um, so I was really excited that he allowed them to be two different entities because, like I said, I invested the time and the money. And of course, I'm going to go wherever God leads. But when he when he showed me there were two separate things, I was like, great. OK, I have peace. So all that to say, Unity Queens is officially a 501c3 organization, which means that when people give us donations, they're tax exempt. And so we can say, hey, yeah, you can write this off on your taxes, which is always a benefit for people, especially people in business. Um, So I'm super excited about that because having that means that now we can focus on fundraising. I'm actually going to talk more about that in a little bit. But the next big professional update is that I decided to apply to the Google Podcast Creator Program again. Um, I'm actually going to finish my written application tomorrow and send it out to a few people to get feedback on it. The deadline is April 14th. Um, I had applied for the program last year, at the end of last year, and they ran their programming this first semester of 2019. And I was kind of like, I don't really know how I'm going to do that because I have a whole baby, but if the Lord wants me to do this program, he'll make way for me. And so I didn't get in, um, which a lot of people didn't get in. They only take six applicants, which I didn't know until recently. And I opened my email one day and just saw that they had uh, the applications open again. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I knew even when I applied the first time that I wanted to apply again, I was able to attend this online info session and it was so informative. Go figure, right? Uh, info session being informative, but it was a really, it was a blessing because I was like, oh my gosh, I see the exact ways that I can improve my application. I see what this first application was missing. So I'm excited to apply the things that I learned from that info session and really just strengthen my application as much as I can. Um, Because I really want to be in this Google podcast creator program. So y'all please be praying for Black Girls of Purpose and uh, if it be in God's will for us to get in this program, for us to get into it, I think it would be a huge opportunity um, for us to continue to grow our community, for me to be able to spread the gospel, for us to be able to do a few of the other things that God has placed in my heart to do within this ministry. So I am just praying for that. Uh, The program would run July through December, which, you know, now I've had Jonathan. So I have the flexibility to go to a five day boot camp in Boston and, you know, do these monthly meetups and things. So I am really excited to reapply and just praying for God's favor upon it. You know, I really want, I really want to get in. So like I said, I'm asking that y'all pray with me. Um, 
I was able to record for the podcast for the first time in several weeks, as I told y'all in uh, February that I recorded all the episodes for March all at once uh, because I knew I wanted to fully be off with my sons and just be plugged into them, like not be like, oh my gosh, can you take a nap so I can get some work done? But just if you take a nap, great. If you don't, cool, like we can play. Um, and that was, man, that investing that time on the front end, like I said, even though I was going off a little sleep, it was so worth it because even seeing like our social posts go out automatically and getting in getting comments on those and just being able to check in on things without having to just put my blinders on was a huge blessing and allowed me to be present with my boys, which is my top priority. Um, and then the last update professionally is that we had our um our first board meeting since February so we we were meeting monthly and we were meeting at the beginning of the month but because we knew I was going to have my baby at the beginning of the month uh, we pushed our board meeting back to the end of this month and so the meeting was really productive and it was we actually did a virtual or a, a conference call meeting just going over our uni queens curriculum um, that we're going to be running for fall programming i shared that last month as well that we just had pushed those dates back because we were waiting on that 501c3 and so now we're going to be compiling um the curriculum trying to make sure everything is uniform sending it out to a few people for feedback and then we want to select one site to do pilot programming with and I'm sharing that y'all because I want y'all to see like how we're building this and I also want to be able to go back and listen and be like man you know all of this started with this one idea to start a nonprofit, and now look at where we are we're in all these all 50 states or we're doing things in different countries whatever the case may be but I want to encourage you because even when it seemed like nothing was happening with the 501c3 stuff was happening. And so I'm excited to uh, just continue to move forward with what God has given me. Um, now that we have that 501c3 letter secured, like I talked about before, our first order of business is fundraising. And so I do want to pause right here and say, if you uh, would have any inclination to give to our nonprofit Uni Queens, you can do that by visiting blackgirlsofpurpose.org slash queens, and I'll include the link in the show notes. Um, I'm going to, I'm talking about, I always share my goals at the end of the podcast, but one of our goals for Uni Queens is raising $1,500. We want to do that so that we can put money towards branding. Um, and so, There are five members on our board. We're trying to raise $300 each. So if you would like to help me and help Uni Queens, uh, which our mission is to help young women discover God-given identity and purpose through experience, education, and empowerment. And I am, it's just an expansion of the Black Girls of Purpose ministry, honestly. Uh, We work with primarily high school and college age women, and then the millennial generation got thrown in there because of me, I guess. Uh, but with Unity Queens, we're actually working with women and young girls ages eight to 30. And we are going to incorporate, you know, a lot of the social events that we had with Black Girls Purpose. Um, we're doing this curriculum piece. 
And the experience piece is actually doing service projects and then mission trips in different countries. So I'm excited about the vision that God has given us. And I'm excited to just continue to uh, build the word out gradually through 2019. Um, but again, if you want to sow a seed into that vision, you can do that by going to blackgirlsofpurpose.org slash queens. Uh, now on to my personal update. So I had my son, Jonathan, second baby on the sixth. But so on the fifth, because I knew I was going in for a scheduled C-section, I wanted to make the most of that day. And I remember pouting because my husband had to work. Um, I was like, it's our last day together. And, you know, as a family of three and you have to be at work like all day, like 12 to eight or something. So um, he actually was very sweet and spent the morning with me and Jaden. And then like we went to, I think I had a doctor's appointment that morning or something. So we went to the doctor's appointment and then we went to um, the area that Jordan works in and just kind of hung out there, which there wasn't a ton to do because it was early. So they like were about to close or or stuff was just opening Oh, yeah, he had to work 11 to 8, so he literally he worked all day. So stuff wasn't really open yet. We were like, okay, well, we'll just make the most of it. When went to Barnes & Noble. There was, like, an outdoor patio. Um, there's an outdoor patio in that area, too. So we hung out there. I had somebody take a picture of us, like, last photo is party of three. And I just got really emotional. But then I was like, sis, like... He is working for y'all's family. Get out of your feelings. Like the Lord knew he had to work today. And it may be a surprise to you. It's not a surprise to him. Just make the most of what you have instead of complaining. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be fine. It's fine. Like, it's fine. So I decided once we dropped Jordan off at work um, that Jaden and I would go out to eat. So we went to Olive Garden, which is like a very special restaurant for me, only because it's associated with a lot of memories. The food is just okay, for real, if I'm honest with myself, which I have to be. Um, but it just has a lot of special memories. Me and my mom used to celebrate our birthdays every month or every year at Olive Garden because we have the same birthday. And so we would celebrate our birthday together at Olive Garden. And I was like, I'm going to make a memory here with Jay. So we went and we were there for like two hours. How I had a two hour lunch date with an almost two year old is beyond me. <laughs> but it was an incredible time. And it was just great to like spend that one on one time with him as I had been doing in those last few weeks. Um, and I posted on my Instagram, like, you know, your last day being my only, but you'll also always be my first. And so it was just a really special day with him. Um, when we left the restaurant, he came home, took a nap. And then just, I think we hung out with my parents. I don't remember like that rest of the afternoon, how that was spent. But I do know that I ended the night being able to go out to eat with Jordan, which was like the icing on the cake for everything. Us being able to go out on a date because I remembered with Jay, I was like, remember, you know, we went out to dinner and then we took a walk around the neighborhood that the restaurant was in. And I just wanted to make like a similar memory with Jonathan before Jonathan comes. And initially I was thinking all three of us, but what I called Jordan was going to pick him up for work before we went on our date. He was like, you don't have to bring Jaden. It's not like he was around for the first one. And I was like, okay, babe. But we ended up going to Papado, um, which was delicious. 
I got a Caesar salad. I'm sure this because I remember all the things I ate with Jaden like the night before I had him too. So I had a Caesar salad, a shrimp Caesar salad at Papado and it was delicious. And yeah, um, it was just a really special night. Uh, we, Jordan and I had really great conversation and it was just great to connect with him. So then that next morning, went into the hospital. Um, it was very different having a scheduled C-section versus an emergency C-section. It was filled with so much peace. Like they, you know, were just walked me through every part of the process that even with the anesthesiologist and everything. And I remember being in the operating room and my mom actually came in the operating room with me. She was super excited that we let her do that. Um, and, I remember being like, I hope I don't fall asleep because I feel so peaceful right now that I just like, am I going to am I going to be awake for this? And I also hadn't slept the previous night, but I, I knew I almost knew that that was going to happen because that's how it was with Jaden. I was waking up every two hours and with John. He was just moving so much. It was like, no, sis, you're not going to sleep. And I was like, well, it's fine. It's fine. I have peace. So, um. He was born 11, oh, that's a good question. I can't even tell y'all the time. Normally, like, oh, like, Jay was born 6 o'clock p.m. on the dot um, on June 22nd. And I think that John was born at 11.08 a.m. or 11.05, 11.05 a.m. on March 6th uh, of 2019. And, you know, we had worship music playing in the operating room. It was a request that I had made and they uh, uh, obliged. And that was such a huge blessing. And um, it was just it was such a beautiful experience. Nothing I would have changed. I delivered at um, a hospital here called Medical City. And I loved them. Like I was there for the rest of the week. I got to meet so many people. I got to pray with people. I got to um, just share my testimony with a lot of people. And there were so many people of faith in the hospital, like that were, um, coming in my room with me. It was just a blessing. I was like, yes, the Lord is here. So that was a great thing. Um, later that week, we actually got a notification, uh, that somebody wanted to sponsor the black girls of purpose podcast, which I was like, yay, Lord, this is it. And then there's actually been a block on that for some reason. Um, I'm I'm praying that it's because of this Google podcast creator program, because they say that whenever you apply, you know, they need you to be able to do so like free of any influences from other brands, I guess. And I'm like, OK, well, Lord, if that's why you're blocking it, then that's fine with me. Um, that next week, my parents were well, my mom was off for the entire week. My mother in love and her husband came for an entire week. So it was awesome being able to spend so much time with family. Um, and like every evening we all were or majority of the week, we just were like chilling around the house. And so I enjoyed that. Um, during that week, we experienced a huge financial uh, breakthrough, which was we are able to pay our bills in advance and on time for the first time since 2017. Like y'all know, I've shared a lot about our financial journey and how guys just have been teaching us stewardship. And I remember when my, 
when, when my husband got paid from his jobs, he was like, wow, like we have this money and 80% of it isn't about to go right back out towards bills. And that was the first time since 2017. Cause even though we've been here in my parents' home, um, since we moved here in November, like this month was the first month where we experienced true financial relief. So I was just praising God and thanking him for just creating that opportunity. Um, I was able to pay off my credit card. So all we have left to pay off is Jordan's credit card, uh, my student loan and our car. And, uh, I think I shared this on my money story episode, so you can go back and listen to that. But I wanted, uh, in believing God to declare us debt free. I was like, we need to sell our car. We got to hurry up. And God was like, that's you, not me. Like if you sell your car, okay. Like, yeah, that's debt you don't owe, but then now you don't have a car, so now you look silly. So what are you doing? Like, <laughs> he really, it took like a whole year for me to give that up and not say, okay, Lord, we need to sell the car. Because that was, again, me depending on me, me looking at my own understanding. But he said, I really don't need you to do that. I just need you to follow me. Um. So, yeah, we only have three more debts to pay off, and then we will be completely debt-free. Um. Jordan also earlier this month had a ministry opportunity for some of to he was able to create a logo for a church which was a huge blessing um he hasn't done any logo design since like the end of 2017 so that was like to kind of see a little glimpse of what that could look like if God uh, releases us to work on Brands Vibri again was encouraging for me because I was like okay God there's still some there there if that makes sense um I told God earlier this year I said I do not want brands by Brie unless you make it crystal clear obvious that this is still for me and while I know I'm not released to work on like the website piece and the email marketing and all that that we offer through brands by Brie I did feel so much peace about Jordan doing that work for and and doing it specifically for ministry because it just felt like it just felt like God's timing and it felt like just a hey you know this isn't dead it's just it's kind of a it's asleep if that makes sense I talked about that in the what was it the hope series um how things may look like they're dead but they're just asleep so um, that was just a, a, an encouraging moment for me and then just seeing like Jordan operating his gifts. He has so many, but I love looking at his designs. I love seeing how he conceptualizes things. Um, and the second to last week of the month, I was led to do a three-day fast for my family, specifically for my son, um, because he had been, just been waking up with like night terrors and he was having some skin issues and so I really felt led to do a fast and I was like just wanted to pray for healing and God brought about healing he allowed Jaden to sleep through the night without waking up screaming but it's it's like it's like because I was purifying myself and like sacrificing some specific food um, items God was like, okay, while I have you here and, you know, you're open to the Holy Spirit, like, let me tell you some other things. And so he just gave me so many divine downloads about things for business, things for ministry, even things for my family. Like he gave me a schedule for Jaden to operate with every week in terms of, okay, we're going to do arts and crafts and we're going to do 
outdoor time. And, and it was such a blessing because I'm like, Lord, you really do care about every detail of our lives. And that's what his word says. Um, Sorry, y'all, that was Jonathan. <laughs> but I, when he gave me that schedule, it just, it blessed me so much because I just thought like, Lord, you are really here with me. Like you, you order the footsteps of the righteous and you delight in every detail of their lives. Like you, we don't lack any good thing for following you. So that just, it just comforted me so much. Cause I was like, Lord, you're here, you're with me. Um, I, was able this month to put money towards rewards for my Kickstarter campaign. So if you um, follow my Instagram feed at Brie LS, so Brie underscore LS, B-R-I-E underscore LS, I shared how um, I did a Kickstarter campaign to publish my book, Walking on Water, 21 Day Devotional on Faith, back in 2017. And we were able to raise the money to publish the books, but I didn't understand how there was additional money needed to fulfill the rewards that I was promising. So things like a hardback book copy of Walking on Water or a t-shirt or whatever the case may be. That was when I was at the very beginning of learning what a budget was and when we were at the beginning of our financial journey. So I just didn't count the cost properly. And so even after we were able to pay for the publication of our book, I was met with like $800 that I was going to need to fulfill the rewards that I had told people that they would get in exchange for helping me. And we haven't been able to put any money towards that because it's like, well, we weren't even able to pay bills. So how could that be a priority? Right. So for me to be able to put money towards those Kickstarter rewards um, was a huge blessing, especially because I told y'all I'm not working. So it was me asking my husband, hey, babe, can we put some of this money that we have this month towards my books? And he he was, he said yes to me. And I was like, okay, like that's just a huge blessing. So I have a plan to save a certain amount of money per week. Um, I'm, I'm about, we have three, I have 375 and I need 790. So my plan is to save a hundred dollars a week, which praise the Lord, we can even do that. I mean, before we couldn't even save $25 a week, everything was going towards bills. Um, so my plan is to save a hundred dollars a week and, uh, be able to get the rewards for the devotional at the end of the month. If the Lord says the same at the end of April, if the Lord says the same and and purchase those rewards in May, uh, which is funny because when I looked at the fulfillment date, the expected fulfillment date of the rewards, it was May, 2018. And God was like, you were a year off sis. (laughs) So I was like, dang Lord. I just, it's so thankful for everyone who's been patient with me. Um, who sowed a seed way back in 2017. And I'm excited to see how God like brings about the fruit of that in his perfect timing. Um, at the end of the, so today is March 31st. And I shared that I did a fast, a three day fast um, about 10 days ago. And it blessed me. It checked me and it showed me like, just areas I have for growth in terms of self-discipline. I did a fast last year and it really stretched me, allowed me to be more intentional with what I eat. And after doing that fast, I was like, sis, you, you know, you haven't fallen completely off the map, but 
you forgot how much self-discipline you truly possess. And so I have felt convicted. Um, I felt convicted after that fast to be intentional about what I was eating and not doing bread. At the time, I said I was only going to eat bread on the weekends um, and that I wasn't going to eat sweets, really. Like so cookies, that sort of thing. And again, I was like on the week, except on the weekends. And then today, um, or even yesterday, my my husband and my dad came home and they had Chick-fil-A. And I was upstairs. So when I came downstairs, my mom had actually got me a salad. She was like, hey, I got you this salad, but I see you already ate. And I was like, no, I actually didn't. And I was like, Lord, you really provide... Um. His word says that no temptation overtakes you except what's common to man, but with every temptation, he'll provide a way of escape. Like that salad was my way of escape because I hadn't committed verbally to saying I'm not going to eat fast food slash fried food because I didn't want to put myself in a box and set myself up to fail. <laughs> but when I was met with the opportunity to eat like fried food, God provided a, a, a way for me not to eat fried food. So I was like, God, you really here with me. And then even today I took um someone to lunch and we went to Olive Garden and y'all know they had the free breadsticks. And I was like, Lord, you know, it's the weekend so I can have breadsticks. Right. But I knew I knew the weekend piece was just me tr- being weak and not wanting to fully commit to something. And so I was like, dang, Lord, they gonna have the breadsticks. And I had thought to myself, maybe I can ask the person I'm having lunch with if she'd mind if I tell them, hey, please don't bring any bread over here. Like, I'm just giving it up. Y'all, why did they not even bring any bread to the table? And it's not like they didn't have any. Every table around us had bread. But I felt like that was God confirming, like, no, you really need to give this up in this season. So I am not eating bread. I am not eating fast food or fried food. And I'm not eating sweets. I'm not calling it a fast. I just want to be intense about my eating um because I just I'm that's the season that I'm in it's just wanting to be intentional about my eating wanting to be intentional about um getting sleep and it ties in perfect because in on the podcast next month for April we're talking about Sabbath rest and self-care and eating is a part of my self-care like eating properly I think that sometimes we treat eating as self-care like almost as therapy like oh my gosh I had a hard day I need a chocolate chip cookie and I know that I was guilty of this um it's actually part of my testimony that I've been delivered from gluttony because I used to overeat and I felt like I got away with it even more because I'm quote unquote skinny Uh, so people wouldn't look at her and say oh she got a problem with overeating I just would like my eyes were bigger than my stomach and my eating was my yes for me. Like I said yes to people all day long. I was always, you know, trying to help or volunteer or do something. So eating was like my therapy. Like, okay, I'm doing all this stuff for other people, but at the end of the day, like I'm gonna have this hamburger and it's going to be great. And I would meal, like I would go through meals in my mind as therapy. Um, And that's not, that shouldn't be my therapy. That sh- that shouldn't be like my release. God should be my release. And that's what God showed me. Um, so I'm excited about just being intentional with my eating. And I actually am going to um, kick off this 
intentionality with a seven day challenge on our social media feed. And I, I really want you to join me. Uh, God gave me the idea for this. I'm like, Lord, you so dope. You don't even just, you know, you're not just, you know, this big, holy, like, oh, I only deal with big lofty matters. Like he, he wants to be involved even on my social media feed. So I'm doing a seven day challenge called BGWP Eats. And the invitation that I'm extended to you is that you'll join me and you'll post on your social media feed, either on your Instagram feed or on your Instagram story, a video about why you are trying to be intentional with what you eat. Um, again, it's just for seven days and the, the challenge is no bread, no fast or fried food and no sweets. And I think it's just a perfect tie in with this whole self-care piece. Like if we know that our bodies are temples, then we should treat them accordingly. And I know for me, the reason why I want to be intentional about my eating is because of my children. Um, One, I want to have the energy to play with them, to be able to interact with them. But also I want to develop healthy habits in them because if they only know to be healthy, then I don't have to worry about them having, you know, health issues in the future. And I, I was, I was convicted of this. Even this morning, I made a sweet potato hash for breakfast. So sweet potatoes, black beans, corn, kale, and I gave it to Jaden. And I mean, he, sweet potatoes are his jam. Uh, but there are some moments, some mornings where it's like, listen, bro, like what we got? Okay. this leftover rice and some, you know, you just, Hey, you just be trying to make it sometimes. I get that. But when I was watching him eat those sweet potatoes and that kale, like it was such a blessing to me because I'm like, dude, you're really healthy. And it's just it's like, okay, but that's the habit that you created in him. So that's what he's going to be. And so I know that my children are the reason why I want to be intentional about what I'm eating. Like if I have a smoothie, you can have a smoothie. If you like if I like kale, you're going to like kale. So I want to develop those healthy habits in them early. So all of that to say, again, I'm doing a seven day challenge uh, this week. I'm actually going to do the no bread, no fast or fried foods, no sweets, prayerfully for the entire month of April, for the entire uh, month of this series. But I'm just in, inviting you to do a, this seven day challenge with me. Um, post on your Instagram feed or your Instagram story why you want to be intentional about what you eat and use the hashtag BGWP eats. And uh, we're going to select a random winner of a physical copy of The Black Girl's Guide to Living on Purpose, which is my first book that I wrote back in 2016. So if you are interested in getting that copy of The Black Girl's Guide to Living on Purpose, which will be signed by me, uh, and you want to be intentional with what you eat, if you're trying to kickstart your diet because you're like, okay, Bri, I tried to the, get all fine in January and that didn't really work for me, then please join me in the seven day challenge. Hashtag BGWP eats. Um, last thing is my goals for the month of April. Um, I shared that we got our trademark for Black Girls of Purpose and I was, I've still been, I had been praying about whether we should do an LLC or an INC. And I realized that I'm going to keep it simple and get a DBA, which is doing business as license. And your DBA is super cheap. So this is just like a business tidbit for you. Um, a DBA is what allows people to write a check to Black Girls of Purpose, and then I can put it in my bank account or I can open up a bank account with Black Girls of Purpose on it. 
And initially, like I said, I was like, should I do an LLC, INC? Those are really good things to set up for yourself legally so that if people, you know, for whatever reason, sue you, like your, they can't take all of your personal assets. They can only take what belongs to the business. And we may get there eventually, but in this specific season, I know I just need to start small and get a DBA for Black Girls of Purpose because I never had one. Um, Back in 2016, when we started, I had an LLC, a personal LLC, Bree Daniels LLC. So I was running everything through there. But now we're in a new season. We're literally in a new state. And so I'm excited to move forward with that. That's one of my goals for um, April of 2019. Uh, I also have the goal to raise uh, three the $300 for Unity Queens um, so that we can get our branding set up. And like I said, if you feel any inclination to sow a seed into that uh, ministry, you can do so by going to blackgirlsofpurpose.org slash queens. Um, we're compiling the curriculum this month for Unity Queens so that we can create a pr- print version in May to be reviewed by a few people in our community. And then my last goal for the month, outside of the getting the DBA, raising the 300 for Uni Queens, is to save money for the Walking on Water Rewards. And like I said, my goal is to save $100 per week um, so that I can send out those rewards in May and we can move on to the next thing. Y'all, this thing has been hovering over me to 2017, but I'm so grateful for all the things that I've learned um, since then. And I know that God was intentional in doing that. I shared with someone that I felt like I feel like this book is going to be really successful. And I feel like I was like, I can't have you out here talking about this book if you're not a good representation of me. So he had me get with him behind the scenes and he disciplined me with some things. And man, I just feel excited about this release. So that is the update for March, y'all. Like there were so many things that happened, so many blessings Um, And I'm excited to see how God just continues to move through this movement and through this ministry. And yeah, I guess I'll talk to you later on this week. It's never that easy to choose purpose, but I would die to my flesh, live a life of worship. I'm really, really, really trying to make it into heaven. I'm trying to him say two words like, well done. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Well